Warning, this episode contains mature language, adult situations, alchemy, generic main characters, generic concepts, lances, metal skirts, and homunculus. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 66. Alchemy not used for greed? Just in, just insane! Hello and welcome to another edition of the Spark and Manga Review. I'm your host, Zahn. How you doing today? Pretty good, I'm hoping. Yes, it's the episode 66. The one people have been waiting for, have been talking about. Yeah, things have been kind of rough. Sorry I haven't updated in a while because of certain issues involving burning my hand. I wasn't able to type right. And anyway, it doesn't matter. Because it doesn't matter what Zahn says. Uh, for those who are joining for the first time, welcome. Welcome to Spark and Manga View. Spark and Society that provides information and views about manga. Pretty much what happens is every episode I'll review one or two manga depending on the situation, give you a little data about it, and just inform you enough so that you can go to the bookstore and if you see a manga tie, you could say, hey, this manga is worth reading or this manga isn't reading, so you don't avoid that situation where I'm going to buy this really cool looking manga with a funny, pretty cover, and you pick it up and the manga sucks. If you listen to this podcast, you'll be informed enough to make the decision on your own. You don't have to agree with anything I say, but hey, at least I'm giving you some pointers and just my opinion on some of the stuff. It's a little biased, but not too much. Either way. So, besides that, what is going on with the world of Zon? I've been playing a shitload of Fallout. Damn you, Fallout, for being so good. I haven't even beat the main quest yet. I've just been playing all the side quests. That's neither here nor there. Um, in manga news, well, stuff's been picked up. Things are happening. Not much is going on. And, well, let us get on with the main reason why you're here. And I know this is pretty quick. Within two minutes, I'm already up to the review. But, well, this is the fourth time I've recorded this episode. And I'm getting a little frustrated at it. So, you know, no worries. Don't worry. I'm not going to fail. I know this manga backwards, forwards, left, and right. And, anyway, so... If you remember from the last episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I spun the Wheel of Manga, and it dictated unto me that I'd be reviewing Buso Rankin, actually. Moonstone told me I was not reviewing Buso Rankin, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I know, it's my catchphrase, so take a shot if you're doing the drinking game. So, Buso Rankin is a manga that was created and drawn by Watsuki Nobuhiro. Now, if you don't know who that is, well, you're kind of deprived. I reviewed a manga of his earlier, a couple of episodes back called Gunblaze West. If you remember, I hated the manga completely. But there's another manga that Nobuhiro did, which is very popular and actually one of my favorite series, which we're going to review eventually, not anytime soon, though. And that is Rurouni Kenshin, or Ruroken, about Kenshin the Batosai. Very cool period piece that was very dramatic and long and very depressing at times, but a very unique series. And this one is a little bit more modern and different. And, well, originally published by Shuisha, uh, English published by Viz Media. It's a shonen. Came out originally around 2003 to 2006. They're 10 volumes, so it's complete. And there's two TV series, actually an OVA and a TV series. But, again, getting off topic. So, what is Buso Rankin about? Well, first off, the cover is very gray which is a little weird but meh. and oh 
forgot before I forget, Buso Rankin is also a member of Shonen Jump. So it's in that horrible magazine that people buy. I know it's not horrible, but I'm just being kind of bleh. Anyway, so what is Buso Rankin about? Buso Rankin is a series which, when you read it, it seems insanely generic. It seems like they ripped off of Bleach, and the fact that Bleach came first means it probably did rip off it, which is a little depressing, but it is different, and there are some unique aspects to it which make it a very intriguing read at times. But I'm getting a little ahead of myself, so what is Buso Rankin about? Well, Buso Rankin opens up actually with a guy who's freaking out. He's like, that's not supposed to be there! And then, gwaaah! Yep, main character who we, wakes up, he's like, what happened, what happened? And this is Kazuki Muto. Now, he had this weird, well, he had this vision where he sees this mysterious girl fighting a monster, and suddenly the monster kills him. And he wakes up in his school dorm, and his doormate's like, what are you doing? You woke me up. What do you have? And he's like, I died. He's like, what do you mean you died? Well, I'll kick your ass. Wah! And immediately you see this character's just very odd. And he's very, you know, self-absorbed and just insane. Very reminiscent to a character from Roni Kenshin named uh, Misao. Actually, Nobuhiro in the author note even says, I based this character off Misao. And you could see the influences. He's very happy-go-lucky at times and very just energetic and just seems a little displaced at times like he has to use his energy in wrong ways maybe adhd would be the best word i'm not entirely sure but either way so he's lives in his dorm and he's going to school the next morning he and he doesn't have his bag he's like i don't know where my bag went i'm just you know with that weird dream and stuff he's walking telling his friends about his dream and suddenly his sister appears now his sister Mahiro, it's her first year at this school, and she's a little happy about it. She's, you know, oh, I'm starting with my first year with my Oni-chan, and it's not like an Oni-chan, like the incestuous brother-sisters we had a couple of episodes back. I mean, it seems a little bit like it, but it's more like, you know, actually big brother worship. Like, you know, he's my protector, he's going to protect me, and everything's going to be fine and safe with him. So, as they're walking to school, suddenly she's afraid of being late, and he goes, all right, we're not going to make you late. Because in Japan, for some reason, if they close the gate and you're late, you lose points, and then you get in trouble, and blah. And anyway, so they're running, 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 and he pushes his sister towards the gate, and as he's pushing her through the gate, the gate starts closing really fast while she's in the middle of it, and if the gate closes, it's actually going to kill his sister. So, what does he, he do? Kazuki pushes her out of the way and grabs it with one of his arms, and there's a pulse in his heart for some reason. He doesn't know why. He stops it. He's like, what the hell is this? You almost killed my sister. And then you see a blonde teacher who has a very menacing look in his eye. And he's like, you both are late. You're both detention. You both get points taken off because you're in trouble. And Kazuki says, look, it's her first year. Leave her alone. I'll take the responsibility for this. I'm a junior. Just give me, take, you know, take the two points off of me because you get three points, you get in big trouble. And he's like, well, look, don't give her any points off. Just take the points off me. She'll be fine. And the teacher's like, okay, fine. Oh, you get another point taken off, though, because you don't have a regulation school bag. And so what you're going to do is, after school, you're going to be picking weeds out of the garden until it's done. You can't leave. He's like, oh. So, next, you just see basic chill-out moment where his sister's talking to his two idiot friends and saying, the reason why I wanted to go to school was because I wanted a lovely dress and had fun and blah. And at that point, you see Kazuki's just having typical talking, bantering with his sister and his friends. And his cell phone says, text message, text message. And he's like, what the hell? So he flips open his, te- his phone and it says, 
protect your new life. And he's like, protect my new life? What the hell is that about? He doesn't think about it. He remembers a little more about the dream. A little confused about it. And then meanwhile, watching him across the school is the menacing teacher saying, I finally found you. Very odd. And also, another girl is watching him. A girl in a weird skirt with a scar across her face. Very unusual. And the hair is very short and looks a little similar to Kaoru from Kenshin, of course. And so, that night, he tells his sister, I'll be fine, I'll be home in a bit. You go back to the dorms, I'll be fine, take care of this. So he's doing the weeds. And as he's finishing, that teacher shows up. He's like, uh, you're done? Yeah, you're not leaving yet. You're coming with me. He's like, what do you mean you're leaving me? You're coming with me. So him and the teacher go back to what's called the Monster Factory, which is the abandoned annex behind the school, which is where the dream happened. And he says, well, I shouldn't let you leave because you made me miss my meal yesterday. He's like, what are you talking about? You're, And he starts talking all these nonsensical things, like how he's how he was going to feed, and he interrupted him yesterday, but he couldn't have interrupted him. He's like, what are you talking about? And suddenly guy throws a bag at him. He's like, you found my bag. Where did you have it? You left it at the the annex yesterday. Oh no. And it turns out that this teacher becomes generically a giant monster and tries to attack our main protagonist. Kazuki decides to just run away. Go, this isn't real. This isn't happening. It was just a dream. It was just a dream. As he's freaking out, he's running away from his teacher who's turning into this giant snake monster. And his phone rings. And the phone ring picks up. He's like, what do you want? And someone says, I'll be there in three minutes. Just run away. Don't worry about it. He's like, what the hell's going on? And as he's running, freaking out, suddenly he has a vision and remembers what happened that night. And he remembers that he did get injured the night before. And actually he was dying. And that girl who showed up earlier, the one who just called himself and with the scar on her face across her nose, well, the scar is from one cheek horizontally to the other cheek. So it looks almost like a V. And anyway, so... He goes, he's dreaming about this, and he remembers that when he got injured, she said, Look, I, you got involved in something that you weren't supposed to, so here's the deal. I'm going to give you something. It's called the Buso Rankin. Uh, the, sorry, it's called the Kagugan. It's a little hexagon-shaped jewel, and it'll save you. It'll let you live. Don't waste your second life. And she explains a little bit about what's going on the night before, and he's freaking out because he's remembering this, and he's running away from this monster trying to attack him. And then, who shows up? Nope, not the girl with the scar, his sister. I didn't want to wait. I thought you were, you were a little late, so... And as he's saying, you gotta get out of here! Suddenly, the monster goes and eats his little sister. So, bye-bye, sister. And as he's watching this, he's like, no, you, you gotta give her back. Give her back! And as he's freaking out, suddenly he has a weird urge in his mind. Remember something. And he screams, Buso Rankin! And then suddenly, a lance appears. Not a sword, a lance. And he goes and fights the monster. And suddenly, the other girl shows up. And she appears and saves the day while fighting with a metal skirt. Actually, it's called the Valkyrie skirt. It's like almost this weird scythe-type dealy thing. It's like a bunch of... Well, it looks like a gynecologist's worst nightmare, to be honest with you. A bunch of just spiky things that cover her skirt and kill people. It's actually pretty cool. And she screams out, I'm going to splatter your guts. And, well, she kills the monster. And the sister is safe, and she's unconscious, so she won't, obviously won't remember everything, and then they explain what's going on. What happens is that there are a bunch of these monsters. The monster is called a homunculus. Now, for those of you who don't know, a homunculus is a representation of the human body, but 
In this, it's pretty much a person who is infected with this weird disease and becomes a monster. Very similar to D. Grayman, another generic concept. And what happens is that because of the situation the night before, he has the replacement heart, which is the Kakugan Medallion, and that's keeping him alive. And what happens is that because he's able to fight with it, he has the ability to just take a certain form, which is the Buso Rangan, similar to certain katanas from certain Soul Society members, if you could see it there. And so, what happens is he ends up joining her on her fight against the evil homunculus and their evil arch-being leader, who's this guy who's wearing a butterfly mask. Looks very gay. But, and that's just the basic premise of it. I could go more into it, but it's very generic. A lot of things are really generic. Well, I mean, you have an enemy of the week starting off with the first thing. You have the three monsters that are going to attack. And then you have the fact that he's trying to prove himself to protect her. And, well, honestly, after reading the first part, it was just kind of there. I mean, because the characters seem really, really generic. I mean, the female character, she seems like a reverse female Kenshin, which is kind of cool, because she's like, I don't want anyone to fight in my battles. I want everything to be safe and fine. And she's very flattered when Kazuki saves her. And Tokiko, the girl with the metal skirt who he, who saved him and who caused this whole situation to happen gave him her powers very Rukia-esque she is infected at one point in the first manga she gets this she saves the sister who's going to be infected push her out of the way and she's infected by one of these homunculus seeds and in seven days she'll turn into a homunculus and she says look if I turn in seven days you have to kill me and so it's a fight against time to save to save her and okay first off art it's Watsuki's art, which is beautiful. You gotta love it. It's very well done. It's unique. It's his style, which I've always liked. So, that's not a problem. It's just very colorful. Characters are drawn very solid. I mean, there are references to Kenshin throughout the entire thing. A lot of characters look like other characters. At one point, the Rukia clone, Tokuko, she gets injured and... Mahiro, Kazuki's little sister, decides to wrap her up in bandages and suddenly she looks like... Shishio from Kenshin. So there's a lot of little sight gags, little things, but it's a very serious manga. It takes itself a little too seriously, in my opinion. The whole concept of using alchemy has been used before. For example, Full Metal Alchemist. I like the fact that it has to do with Amankulis and the Buso rank and the Kakugan jewels. They're weapons which they come from the heart, but that's been done before. The thing which I really enjoyed about this series, though, the thing which really stuck out to it was the fact that the main character, when he gets his weapon, it's not a sword. I found that just brilliant and just very original. I like the fact that it's actually a lance. I mean, it's the same concept as a sword, the pointy end goes on the other guy, but it's pretty cool. And also can grow longer and shorter depending on his mood. And he has, of course, the wraparound, which is similar to Ichigo's second form katana. But anyway. So, what am I going to say about this whole thing except just very, well, generic. I'm not going to lie. It's a little interesting. I like a lot of the fact that some of the characters are very just... Diverse in their nature, while they are clones of other characters, like the villains, all of them have an animal theme to them or a nature theme. For example, the first Hamunculus they said was a snake, similar to in Berserk, that whole thing where he turns to a snake monster. But 
The second one turns into a frog, and then the third one, which was really different, turns into roses. Kind of like a, an anthropomorphic rose bush. So it was a little different. It looks similar, though, to D. Gray Man, that when they turn, it looks like that type of just very sketchy and uh, linear model. Not a lot of rounded edges. It's more just kind of like almost a computer error with lines. And Well, you have to read it just to make sure, but either way. Now, overall, series is kind of interesting. I didn't really go too far into it because... It's very generic, and I could go on to it. It's just essentially turns into a mixture of a fetch quest and, of course, a retribution time situation where you have to save the main character by defeating these creatures, and if you don't, the main female character's going to die. And obviously, main female character likes main main character. And, yeah, there's not much I could say about this series except, well, it's generic. And... Honestly, because of that reason, I have to give Russo Rankin by Nobuhiro Watsuki a gift from your crazy aunt Muriel. Okay, but forgettable. It was alright. It wasn't anything to write home about. There wasn't really much to say about this series except, well, it was generic. Really generic. I mean, it probably gets a lot better after the first manga, but the first manga I just... It was just, I saw too many parallels. I've been too jaded by so many series. So it's like, I know I, this This is from here, this is from there, this is from there. I mean, if you want something to just read to kill time or just to just relax with, this is a good series to read. If you like the Shonen Fighting series or you like Bleach or Kenshin, you might like this series. I just found it generic, but you might like it. Art style's okay. Writing style... It's alright, it's a Viz title, so generally they do take care of their stuff. So it's not full of typos. I mean, there are some, but nothing too dramatic and nothing to write home about. So it's a good first starting gift, I think. If you want to get someone interested in manga who started reading manga a while ago, try this one. This one would be a good first gift if you want. If you want to start them on a good series that's long. Well, not too long. Ten volumes is not much. Hmm. So that's it for this review of the, of of course the wonderful and awesome Buso Rangan. As we said, it's very generic. So what is new else with the Spire Command View? Remember, I have that contest which ends on the thirty-first, actually thirtieth of September. So you have roughly twenty days until the end of the contest to take care of this. Remember, twenty days. So what do you have to do for this contest? Simple. You have to send me an email or a voicemail with one, what your name is, two, what your favorite podcast is, and three, what your favorite anime, manga, or video game character is. It also could be any fictional character, but you have to give a legitimate reason why. You can't tell me, oh, I like Ichigo because his name means strawberry and he's cool. <laughs> that won't cut it. I need at least two sentences why and it's got to be something just concrete and intriguing it can't just be something like he's cool no i want a legitimate reason why you like the character i mean you could say okay i like kazuki muto because he's a free-spirited character who tries his best to protect everyone he cares about and the fact that his weapon is a lance is pretty cool that's a nice thing to rent of course you can't use that because i just said it but 
you get the gist of it. And put a character you really do enjoy. I mean, even if you want to write like a paragraph, no problem. Just minimum's two sentences. And the prize for this, remember, is you're going to be receiving five volumes of the Dragon Ball manga. Not Dragon Ball Z, the original Dragon Ball manga, which is based off of Seiyuki Journey to the West. So, it's kind of cool a deal. You get it for free. And I have sent the winner of the last contest his 11 volumes of Yu Yu Hakusho. And that was a really expensive package, just to let you know. It was really expensive to send, so hope you get it. Hope it's safe. Uh, also, our second winner, uh, Martin, I've sent you your mangas. Tier two of them. Hopefully, you get them and they're safe. Um, should be good. Set them today. Should be probably a week or so. Anyway, doesn't matter about that. So, besides that, we also have a contest for just designing a wheel of manga. Simple. You just call the number or you can send me an email. The I'll tell you the contact information in a moment. It's also in the show notes. But you just write down your ten list for the wheel of manga and. I'll use it for one of the episodes, and I'll give you credit for it. If you leave a voicemail, I'll have you read your list on the air. So it's kind of cool. And so before I, we get to the part we're all waiting for, I have to give you the basic information, which is, of course, you can check out the website, sparkin.podbean.com, where all updates and information is on there. You can check out the forum, sparkin.rapports.com. I haven't been there in about a week, so it's kind of dead. It's been dead anyway, but neither here nor there. You can email me, sparkin at gmail.com, or zan.spirekin.gmail.com. I am also on Xbox Live, Zan Space Spirekin. And also, if you want to call and leave a voicemail, all you have to do is call 206-426-6665. That again is 206-426-MONK, the monk line. Yeah, I know. I don't like monk too much, but neither here nor there. Anyway, so, anything else? I think I've gotten everything. Yes, oh, that's right. It's time the moment we've all been waiting for, for the one, the only, the Wheel Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. What is the Wheel of Manga that I've been talking about for the entire episode? Well, the Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on it, and what I've done is I've attached ten random mangas to it. This is how I get it, so it's a little interesting in the show. What happens is I'm going to spin the Wheel of Manga, whatever number lands on that's what I'm reviewing for the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review. So, let's see what I'm reviewing for the next episode. Episode 67. Pretty cool spin. So, I'm going to be... Ooh, number 8. And number 8 is going to be... A manga adaption of an anime movie. Good. Uh, so, looks like for the next episode of the Spark of Manga Review, I'm going to be reviewing Gundam Wing Endless Waltz. Hooray for all the Yaoi fans, we're going to be having fun with this. Yep. Uh, well, Gundam's kind of cool, might be interesting. Of course, you have all the giant mechs and stuff, so, well, we'll see what happens. So, I think that's it for this episode of the Spark and Manga Review. Well, always have fun doing this. I really enjoy doing this for you guys. I hope you enjoy listening to this show, and also... Remember, have any questions, comments, concerns, emails, just want to bullshit with me? No problem. Email me, sparkandgmail.com. I'll talk to you. Um, I'm also on Skype under Spark, and if I'm on, you could text message me. You can email me. Just, you know, I enjoyed listening to what you guys have to say. I really do. And I really enjoy just doing this because it's fun, it's different, and it gives me something to do. And I really enjoy reading, you know, manga. And this way I don't have to spend just a lot of real 
fun just doing this. So, either way, I think that's it for this episode of the Spark and Mong Review. As usual, thank you for listening, and can't wait to hear from you guys. So, this is Zan, and I am Gonsville. Thanks for listening.